right, now, you know, turn off, white noise in the back of the room. What am I even doing with these controls? Oh, wait, nothing's even plugged in. I'm just speaking into an empty hole. It's the internet foisting, foisted by the internet again. Nothing works in the magical world of tomorrow with your dreams in America. Oh, Gay Shame Parade. Stand-up comedy. Mrs. Kisses. Freedom isn't free. Sitting on the other side of the... Oh, wow. Just, uh, all right, I'm like wondering if shit's even plugged in. It should be plugged in. Uh, I see what's going on. Sounds like there's a light at the end of the um, wrong wrong tunnel in the key in the all right the key in the door head in the door cure. 1987, mumbles, nonsense, intro to the podcast, nobody gives a fuck about, it's another th- th- uh, spilling, thrilling, fearless confession, honest to a fault, and aggravatingly misguided podcast about feelings and tomorrow and politics and literature and art and comedy and People from Houston who have no idea what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow. We're all scared. It's a scary world. God damn. I was saying, you know, Trump being elected felt like the I could hear the sound of the coffin closing, you know, on the tomb. I was in the tomb, and then to just get pissed about things happening now, it's like, well, why is there dirt falling on my head after I've already been sealed in a coffin? It's like, you know, the... I, I guess uh, that's the way I feel. Nothing good's gonna happen after climate change, planet dying. Got about as much time left on this earth as my cat. Sometimes wonder why bring life into this world. Why force people to have life foisted upon them? Why, you know, just be gay. Fuck me. You know, I'm gay. You can fuck me, no consequences. And then, like, what if they made a new law? Gay marriage, fine. Gayness, okay. Marriage, you know, if you you registered gay, you have to be married and you have to take on one of these kids nobody wants. So, you know, be gay at your peril. If you're responsible and you're gay, you're really gay, you have to be a father. You gotta be a model gay. Can't be one of those, uh, you know, sidewalk gays. Oh, parking lot gays, you know, secret gays, you know, like, you know, bus stop gays, yeah, you know, like everywhere around America, you know, just sleeping in their own sewage filth, eating ass, so funny, you know, just on each other, buggery, 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 you know, random people, dicks falling off, you know, sores and scabs and syphilis and the pox and whatever, you know. Give them a child. They gotta. If you're registered gay, you have to have a child. And um, this is America. This is the new country. We're gonna. And you 
have to have a gun. The best part about having a gun is probably, I don't know, having a kid, you know, because, you know, any dad, you know, with balls has to have, you know, a gun in the room. And, uh, you know, kids, you know, learn nothing if they're not scared. You know, if you don't, I think, unpopular opinion, there should be more hitting in families. I think, like, you know, hitting is good. And um, you threaten your kid with a gun, it's like survival of the fittest, you know? This will either break you or make you grow. And which one are you? Do you want to be a flower or you want to be just a broken, you know, stem? And, and, and just... The, like a dirt on the sidewalk, all right? Which one is it? Okay, put the gun in your face, and I'll, I'll, if you don't get this right, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. I'm going to shoot myself in the head, boy. If you don't do your math homework, you fucker, you fuck. And then, and then you, you know, that's a good family. That's a gun. Gay man doesn't want to be, you know, saddled with the boy. You know, it all works out. You know, somebody else has to take the kid. I don't know what this scenario is supposed to mean. Will Loden is the guest on another podcast that I, you know, I shouldn't do intros for these podcasts. Why? Why am I wasting these seven minutes just going this way, that way? No. But anyway, they, uh, that's kind of how the conversation went, too. So, you know, Will Loden's been on it a bunch of times. If you like me, you like Will Loden. I don't know. You like us. You like comedy. You like Mrs. Kisses. Then maybe, you know, say hi to me on Instagram. Like and share. Give a good rating on the the, the star five star you know subscribe uh, tell people you like this podcast please needs need some help all right my name's bob morrissey this is the uh, healing club and uh, the guest today is will Loden. i just cleaned my apartment will will oh hey bob will Loden. Hey, bob. i didn't clean it andy, no it looks great andy cleaned it yeah. And he came in and uh, cleaned my apartment. And then go kissing? While I was at work, he, 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 I'd made him a key and he surprised me last night by, uh, while I was at work, like, came into my apartment and cleaned the fridge. And That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, but it also made me feel a little pathetic. Uh, man, you are so bad at taking compliments <laughs> and like, like. What is your love language, dude? Because like, I'm trying. I know it's the sweetest thing anybody's ever done for me. And, and take... you're like, ah, I can't manage my. No, it was. Wasn't oh. it nice to come home after a long, hard day of work? You know, to a clean, goddamn home. Yeah, it was really nice. I had just seen the Bill Burr special the day before about two people in the relationship, and there's one person who just lets the dishes soak. Yeah. And then the other person who does the dishes in yeah. the relationship. The one person who, uh, yeah, like there, there's always that balance. Yeah, there's yeah. And I, I don't want to be the one person who's always letting the other person take care of me. Yeah, that's true. But also, I think you enjoy being babied sometimes. Like, okay. like yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, yeah. And and whatever, it's just a joke, Bill Burr. All right. I, yeah. But it was just a it was a Bill Burr joke that made me go like really, like really feel think, sensitive yeah. about being such a <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, Mrs. Kisses. Hey, Kisses. Hey, good to see you. Uh, and Will Loden, you're uh, back on this podcast, and, yeah. and your episodes always have the most listens. Oh, yes. So, so uh, thank you for... So you're going to have to carry this one, because I'm bad. And <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> every time. 
<laughs> Literally, I come up. We we agree to meet at, at three o'clock. Um, you texted me, and uh, I, I guess I guess we we normally you changed your phone number last year. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have this this contact info, and you were like. Yeah, I changed my phone over a year ago. And I was like, are yeah. you trying to make me feel bad because we don't text a lot? Is that I, a... Well, usually I message with people. Yeah, that's so, true. Or I message on Instagram or yeah. or, or in Facebook. The or, social or the media. Yeah. And I forget, you know, like, uh, oh, yeah. Are we going to be post phone number soon? Huh? Post phone numbers where we're all just on the, on the gram? Yeah. On the gram phone? I think we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, I, but why would you even ask for somebody's phone number now? I, I yeah I remember right when that started I was because I was hitting on this chick and I asked for her number and she goes you can follow me on Instagram and I was like oh that just say no uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like maybe it didn't mean no maybe it just meant like all right uh, yeah. yeah you follow I follow back sort yeah of, sort yeah of situation I don't know I don't know how to social media flirt because mm. I, I I'm I'm always a late adapter to everything like, I, I don't like being single. That sounds, yeah. that sounds like a, being a single problem. Yeah. yeah, I love being single. It it rules. Mm. Yeah, I don't like I don't like uh, getting my hopes up and then having them dashed. And then, yeah, I don't know, I don't like uh, pretending that the uh, like like that somebody that is clearly not going to work for me like will will fit. You know, like, I have to close my eyes. It will be fun for a night. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I I feel that. I mean, yeah. Sexually, it's not great because mm-hmm. uh, of diseases and whatnot. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't know. So, so you prefer a deeper level of intimacy? Yeah, and I and I I don't. Uh, I, I, I well, of course, I prefer deeper level of intimacy, but I don't want to sound boring. <laughs> I want to sound like a cool guy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to have like a leather jacket? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm the Fonz. Yeah, I, I love. Uh, hey. I, I'm, I love action. Here's a picture of my cat. Hey, <laughs> come. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I love small talk. I'm fine with being boring. Like, Why? Because because it's it's fun. Like I don't know. I feel like everything's really really heavy right now, and I don't think that the internet's really helped with that. You know, and so like. It sucks even going to like the comedy clubs and stuff when like people are like, uh, "Oh man, you see like the, the you know like Roe v. Wade," and then like I think they're they're criminalizing gay and interracial marriage again or something. Uh, Not interracial marriage. I mean, like, you know, Clarence yeah. Thomas made sure that he yeah. didn't, didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they're yeah. not going to criminalize it. But, I hope uh, not. Yeah. Um, but like. You know, even there's there's always such heavy talk, and then like I don't know, I go to a comedy club to try to escape that, but it's still always there, and so I just love small talk. Yeah, well, I, didn't, you know, I didn't get to do my reading yet today. I've been reading this book called Imperium by uh, Richard Kapuscinski. I'm probably saying that wrong. He's a Polish journalist who grew up, uh, you know, during the before World War Two, yeah, and and survived the uh, invasion of Poland by the Soviets. And uh, well, his his part of Poland was invaded yeah. by Soviets and East Poland. Yeah, and, and so so like uh, he's writing in 1990 about uh, all the areas of the Soviet Union. Uh, he, it's just like a travelogue, sort of a uh, memoir. 
but in a like brief sketches of historical sketches of, of like gulags God damn. and um and and just uh it's so uh scary to think that you know people would be um you know transplanted from their homes after like in ukraine they starved three million people on purpose or, yeah that was cool yeah and but a lot of the people that were designated as kulaks were sent to go if they survived the famine which then, yeah. then they were sent to uh then they were sent to work camps yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're on a boat toward a work camp and and uh some of those boats, like the the people when they got there, were all just frozen solid, like blocks of ice. Yep. Like, uh, you you know that movie Goodfellas where they they open the meat locker and yeah. the guy's hanging and he's so frozen, like that's like three hundred people in the hole of a ship. You know. There was one uh, that was in. It was like an one one gulag that was an island in the middle of this like big river in Siberia, and then like the. I, I I I read this. I forgot which book it was. It was well, probably one of the Russian history books that you gave me. Uh, yeah, Bob. Bob it's my favorite. Me. You know, let's. Uh, I don't like small talk. I like that. We can. Yeah. No. I I, I, I love small talk, but we can talk like because this yeah. is my favorite part about uh my favorite my favorite my Gulag favorite story. part about people getting killed. Yeah. Ninety uh, years ago. Exactly. Was, was uh was there was this one island in the middle of a huge river. Uh, that they put a bunch of kulaks in, which, by the way, those were just like middle class farmers. They weren't like 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 the bourgeoisie of of yeah. know, France. Um, but they they the Soviets forgot to give them supplies, so it literally became a cannibal island where like like people were like eating each other, and like like this one lady that was able to actually escape because uh, the river was usually uh, ice cold, so you would die if you got into the river, uh, and. Uh, but she escaped on floating on some corpses across the river, and uh, yeah, and yeah. So she's she, the one person who made it. Like then, there, I think there were a couple more that made it, but yeah, yeah. No, it was it was terrible, 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 terrible. So anyway, I'm growing azaleas, and uh-huh. uh, uh, the way that the the weather patterns have been working in Houston right now, it's been crazy with those those three p.m. rains. It's been great for growing flowers, but About like 115 degrees outside. Yeah, luckily there. Luckily, like uh, I have, I have my azaleas under my eaves drip. Uh, you know, which is the. Uh... So I can't really picture azaleas. I just think of Iggy azalea. Yeah, and then I'm like, is that a <laughs> yeah, flower? It's a flower with a fake butt that does an Atlanta accent, even though they're from native to Australia. Okay. Yeah, it's not an indigenous flower. It's an appropriate flower. Yeah, she just said that one song, "Fancy," and I, I bet she has a lot of other good songs too. But um, yeah. But how are you? How are you from New Wales? And you saying who that? Who that? Who that? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. What year was that? 2013? I think so, yeah. It was a good time. I like that weirdo Yankovic song that he uh, parodied of the fancy song. He goes, I'm so handy. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. The handies. I liked, uh, I liked his uh, word crime song instead of blurred lines. Yeah. That was a really good one by by, by Mr. Yankovic. Robin Thicke. He's ruined, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he was, he was assaulting people, right? I don't know. I don't know the story. I'm not going to spread any rumors about Robin Thicke. Uh, I... Robin Thicke Jr. <laughs> Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke is still fantastic. I guess. I don't know. He's, Growing he's, Pains was a great show. He is. He is I'm not going to take that away a from national me. treasure. He's dead, man. Uh, it was. Don't speak ill of the dead. I actually don't like speaking ill of the dead. Yeah. 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 Or the the... I'm still thinking of that woman crawling over corpses. Oh yeah. Corpses. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Who was who was the evangelical Christian 
Billy Graham. Billy Graham, when Billy Graham died and everyone was talking mad shit about Billy Graham. Uh, well, I was talking mad shit when Rush Limbaugh died. He's, yeah. He was like the the um, the guy who died that I was like, huh. Yeah. I, I read this great thing about, like, it's like after Rush Limbaugh died, people stopped talking about him because he didn't contribute anything to the culture other than spreading vitriol every fucking morning. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, just a hateful guy who got a yeah. medal from the president. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> well, it's more of an Alex Jones, but. Wait. Yeah, yeah. That was, it was pretty close, though. Wait. Yeah. No, the, 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 the right wing uh, radio cadence is, is a good cadence to just get worked up for, you know. But hey, like, I can talk with the, um, this cadence. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's uh, ben Shapiro, I think. No. Uh, you know, there, there are a couple of things that these Marxists don't understand. Is one. You see the guy who talks about making your bed in the morning? Or oh, that's George that's Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, George, Jordan Peterson. You've got to make your... The, the, the illusion of order is important. Mm. Yeah, I read all of his books. Did you really? Maps of Meaning, Twelve Rules uh, to Better Yourself, which is just a ripoff of AA for some, you know, like like the AA has the twelve steps. I always uh, thought AA was bullshit. Yeah, I did it for four, four five months. Uh, okay. yeah, it's there's some good things to take from it. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, there, but you know, it's I anytime I get, I grew up in the church, so like anytime I get. A whiff of holier than thou isms, I kind of peace out. And there's a lot of that shit in AA. And also, like, there's a big elephant in the room in AA is when there are uh, mixed meetings with men and women. It's real creepy. Uh, dudes get real creepy <laughs> and in those meetings. A and lot of dudes they, go there to fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, there there is a thing called the thirteenth step where you start yeah. fucking new AA members. And uh, yeah, yeah. Is that frowned upon? Yes, but it happens constantly. So yeah. it's not super frowned upon, clearly. You know, like, um, I think, yeah, there, there's a couple of things that I had folks did with AA. I remember one time I was coming out of a meeting, and this girl was like, hey, can I get a ride? And I was about to be like, no, bitch, I don't know you. Uh, but then two dudes grabbed her on the shoulder and they're like, we'll give you a ride. And I was like, all right, yeah, just get in the car. Uh, yeah, it was. It was if you're sober, then uh, I guess all that matters is if you don't drink. That's that's the part. That's that's what they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can do whatever I want as long as I don't drink. Yeah, that's that's the the big moral issue. Yeah. Well, I I I, I want to pick up a drink again. I want to start smoking that pot. And are you are you are you soaked? No, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I uh, I. I smoked a bunch of pot last night, and I watched uh, the best of John Belushi from Saturday Night Live. How is has that aged well? It's so great. He yeah. was so funny, and uh, I was expecting it to be like, oh, yeah, uh, not as funny as when I was ten. Right, seeing like the um, dude, Pratt Falls are hilarious, and they will never not be hilarious. He was more than that, though. He was oh, so talented, and uh, I when I was a little kid, I thought he was just a screaming guy, but yeah. there's a lot of. Uh, eloquence going into the, that character and yeah. he acted like such an idiot but I took it as like at face value when I was a little well kid. it's it's the Dolly Parton quote it costs a lot to look this cheap you know <laughs> like, yeah. like there's, there's yeah and his music was he was such a talented singer too and uh, when the, the Joe Cocker impression he does made me like I was I was at the same time impressed that it sounded so good and that he looked so funny. Yeah. And like it was such a good, funny 
like slash impressive performance. Right. With the you know the face that he makes when he's yeah. doing that and oh. <laughs> and oh. I I uh if it's just he was he had so much more to give to the world and he died so young and it was so he was sad. Like, how old was he? Like thirty. He must not have been even thirty or something. Yeah. Like, that's right. People in the seventies just looked older than people he was like, do now. Yeah, he was like twenty-seven when he died. I think oh, he, he was, was a part of the twenty-seven club. I think he might. Have, I'm I'm totally yeah. wrong, probably, but it seems about right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was watching the Blues Brothers, like the the great. The, well, when when he does the Soul Man, yeah, and it's like uh, Dan Aykroyd's great and everything, but you know, are you really watching it for Dan Aykroyd? No. <laughs> no. But he does do a great job. I'm watching Gross Point Blank for Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I think that's a good movie. Yeah, I it's really like John, that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. John Cusack. Yeah, Mr. 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 Cusack, Minnie Driver mm-hmm. is the love interest, um, and uh, John Cusack's sister is in that too. Joan. Joan. Yeah, Joan is in that. She does a really good job. But Dan Aykroyd does a good job in that too. Okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. I've, um, Great soundtrack, too. And Jeremy Piven plays the best friend. Okay. Did I tell you I saw I went to a Jeremy Piven comedy show when I was in Austin? I do open for him a few times. Yeah, not intentionally, but I did. It was, uh, it was odd. Yeah? Yeah, it was odd. But it was, he had the uh, sexual assault stuff. Yeah. Uh, but his, did he bring it up? No. Oh, okay. But his crowd is one of the hottest crowds i've ever seen in my entire life like like good looking crowds not hot as in electric and they get comedy but like fucking gorgeous people go see jeremy piven shows and then he would sit out back at the creek in the cave and he would do like actor warm-ups where he'd be like and like uh there's a really la crowd too a lot of leather a lot of leather jackets and like spiky hair they all came yeah, who's a, a Jeremy Piven super fan? Yeah. Because of the, the show Entourage from yeah, 15 years ago. Or, yep. Uh, Aging demographic, super hot though. All still hot? Good. Yeah. They're still hot? Still hot. Hot chicks all over the place, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they, they don't care about his uh, they clearly allegations. They clearly do not. Yeah. yeah. But was he good at comedy? Absolutely not. No. No. It was, no. Uh, he, was, he did... Uh, he did celebrity sighting stories uh, when he got to interact with celebrities, and it was always like, a, oh, I can't believe I'm in Hollywood, uh, uh, sort of was the punchline. He only did about 20 minutes, and then he brought a full band out, and he just played drums with the band for the last 30 minutes of his set. Uh, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> Whoa. I, uh, I love Tom Green. I always liked Tom Green. Fantastic. And uh, I went to see him at the Improv once, uh, like 10 years ago. And he spent about 20 minutes fielding questions about Freddie Got Fingered. And I was like, why don't you write more jokes? That's, yeah. I know a lot of people have started doing Q&As at their shows. And like they're like, it's a great way to generate new material. I'm like, all right, but when you're performing, you should have material. Yeah, right? it's like, a great a great way to kill 20 minutes when you're supposed to do 45. Right, exactly. <laughs> So what what's been going on with you, Bob? How have you been doing? Uh, pretty good. I went to Chicago with Andy. How and was that? It was. He met my family, and um, uh, he met uh, 
most of my family, except for two brothers. The ones that don't like you because you're gay? No, they all like me. Not be- they all... They're, they they don't care about me being gay. They just don't like me for other reasons. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Thank God. All right. They're not Thank bigots. It's just, yeah. just assholes. All right. And um, How many siblings do you have again? Three brothers, three sisters. God damn, that is a big family. That's classic Chicago. Yeah. Irish Catholic. Irish Catholic. Yeah. Irish Catholic. The Morrisseys. How do you mm-hmm. say it? Schomburg. Schomburg? Schomburg. Schomburg. Polish sausage. Polish sausage. Schomburg. Right. North side. At Salozzi Edelson Chevrolet, <laughs> where you always save more money. <laughs> there was a, I forgot the the name of uh, the, the car dealership in Aberdeen, Mississippi, but he had three characters in all of his commercials. He had, uh, he had DeLois Price, uh, and there was just the hot girl who would stand in front of uh, uh, the cars, and then uh, he had a Mexican character called Peso Little. And uh, yeah, yeah, and then he would end every one of his uh, "Come on down to so and so Ford." I don't lie to you. <laughs> like trail off, pay so little, and he's wearing um, he's wearing a Speedy Gonzalez outfit. It's yeah, he's a white guy. It's a white guy and a big fake mustache and a sombrero. <laughs> and, uh, what year is this? This is probably up until. Now I don't. Oh, know if he's still, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it. If he's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I, I, come, I, on. come on, come on, come on. Come on, it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. We're just kidding around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just fooling around. Yeah. yeah. Nothing hateful. Yeah. So what else did y'all do in Chicago? Uh, we went to the beach. Yeah. With uh, nobody planned on it. I I, I went. And, yeah, I I didn't uh, bring a bathing suit. And um, I just sat on the sand, fully clothed, with my brothers and sisters all uh, frolicking. They, they didn't have a beach towel for us, and we just uh, yeah, that, that was kind of an awkward day. Um, yeah, we went to you know we went to see a Second City just improv show. Yeah, we saw the Bean. Yeah, we went to the Art Institute. Did y'all go to Wrigley Field. Um, well, we went to a bar outside of Wrigleyville. Yeah, and. Uh, who had just played uh, Def Leppard, Poison, and um, Joan, Joan Jett, Jett yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and Motley Crue were all on the same show, and there were a bunch of people who were that's, spilled over from that. Oh man, I, I wish I would have gone to that actually. Lot, lot, a lot of, lot of uh, freckles on cleavage in that crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of sunspots. Every rose has its thorn. I, <laughs> I got to meet Brett Michaels once. Yeah, what do you say? He said, hey, thank you for coming. Is he bald? Uh, he's balding. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he was really nice. I just started taking Rogaine. Yeah, you're a Rogaine guy now? Well, I just started using it. and um, I guess it is. About a week thing. ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally a thing. But, yeah. Uh, okay. No. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my human frailties. I'm yeah. aging. And I'm... Uh, and, and I'm, and I'm I, I gotta start working out again. Yeah, because I'm, cause I'm there's get, a lot of me. So I need I, to lose about twenty pounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could stand to lose about a hundred. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I weighed myself the other day, and I weighed like two ninety seven. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Will. That's so you're about a hundred pounds more than me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's the lowest you've been? I thought you were like losing weight for a little bit. I, I have. I have been losing weight because I, I ballooned up to three twelve or like three twenty. For a little bit there, which was rough, uh, and then I got down to 
like 286 like or 285. And then I just fucked off on my diet. And like, you know, when you, you know, when you're just on, like, when, when you're out of town, you just eat like garbage. Mm. Like, I love eating like garbage. I just eat like garbage all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best. I love eating late at night. Yeah. And, uh, I work till like five in the morning. Yeah. And I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing open except for IHOP and Whataburger. Yeah. And I just eat it. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, yeah. Or I go to get a can of soup. Yeah. Can of soup's a solid choice. I've been, I've been, I've been making my bachelor chow lately. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, uh, it's just like rice and beans and whatever vegetables that I like simmer for a little while. Um, Middle of the episode, you know, I uh, got hit in the head real hard, you know, by a stat. Well, I, I was bending over to pick up a, a towel that a, a dancer on the stage at the strip club had tossed near the DJ booth. And beside the window to the DJ booth, I had to walk out onto the stage cleaning up at the end of the night. I went on Wednesday last week, I picked up a, uh, a towel that they used spray Windex onto the towel and wipe the pole down because some some women use lotion on their or you know pole grip and that leaves a residue i don't know you dancers when they climb up and down the pole they got to put the you know something on their hands to climb up and down the pole you know for it to be easier and i don't know the pole moves whatever there's there's a ritual you know and it's sometimes usually they give the pal back to me and then i throw all the towels you know in a a laundry facility at the end of the night you know maybe like 30 towels or however whatever like i i I, it's got an arm fold that i i take back at the end of the shift and so i was was collecting all the towels at the end of the 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 night and i um i bent down to pick up one and there's there's a little like metal supposed to be marble but look marble but it's metal it's made of metal a little statue you know i i if the uh the towel was under this uh, statue of a woman, you know, classical woman, you know, beautiful classical woman, you know, from Greece or some shit, you know, like carved into, you know, you know, maybe it's more Roman. I don't know. It's supposed to be Roman. The place is supposed to feel Roman, you know, classy, you know, it's like, you know, like Rome, you know, and there's like women dancing in their pole. And then I went to go pick up a, uh, you know, a towel that was under this statue. And then I was running, racing, trying to get the fuck out, hate it there most of the time, um, was, uh, I, I, like, stood up real fast, and the, the hand of the woman and the metal, you know, hand smashed me in the head, and I felt really dazed and stupid, but I also looked at this statue, and she was, like, being a bitch, you know, like, like, she had just totally hit me in the, and then people watching, you know, a couple of the dancers that were, sitting there at three thirty in the morning laughed at me because I got hit in the head by a fucking statue and then I did it on stage, you know, at a strip club where there was nobody there, but you know, people were, and I was just like, ow, but they saw that I was like kind of hurt and I don't know, just been kind of out of it for five days. And I was just fucked. Having headaches, you know, brain damage, you know, all these things. So I, um, I wrote a, uh, boy, I wrote something. I wrote something yesterday in my stupor, in my state. I wrote, want to write a story about institutionalized stupidity. Okay, and then what would I call the story? Call it Nottingham's Grave. Like, you know, Sheriff of Nottingham from Kevin Costner, Prince of Thieves. 
I remember the way the wind smelled that morning. A mustard fog drifting over the toys in the driveway. Summer heat too early. Little lunch pails. Tiny horses. The air is so heavy. It has a texture and a personality. Fat chick air. Ugh. Air you have to talk to because it's honest. But also air you want to get away from as soon as you can because it's too real. I remember the morning in the army when I realized I was gayer than everyone else. Somebody killed a pig and left it in my driveway that morning. I guess those are two different stories. Anyway, I felt gayer than a dead pig all fat in the driveway. That's how I felt in the army 20 years ago. Like a gay fat pig with its throat cut. You walk out to go to school in the morning and somebody sliced a cow's pigs, animals, dead animals everywhere, carcasses lined up in front of you. What a spoof. What a joke. I was watching the movie Carrie the other day, thinking of how some of my ideas seem molded into mold. You know, ideas molded into mold. You know, it's molded so hard they just turn to mold and kind of crumble into dust. Dusty mold. Couldn't think of anything to say tonight at the strip club. The women there always make me nervous because they want something I can't provide. Hard dick, big money, fun times, celebrity status, and safety from all danger. I can't remember people I spoke with yesterday. First impressions replace all the other impressions. The pieces in the mosaic all blend in my mind. It's confusing. I have brain damage. There aren't a lot of options for any of us. Abortions for all. Vape it all in. The air is hot and the excitement is palpable. Lights are low. Women are friendly. Music is whatever you want it to be. Everyone's here to make money. Oil, gas, religion, profit, banking, taxes, laws, order, police, military, contracts, sex, work, crime, drugs, comedy, forgetting, laughter and forgetting. Milan Kundera. Memory is a disease, not unlike freedom as an illusion. Freedom as an illusion. No, Milan Kundera didn't write this shit. I wrote this bullshit. Memory is a disease. Not unlike freedom. But freedom as an illusion that dominates your imagination and guides your life into a ditch. Abortions for all. Wake up every day with a new hangover.
that's kind of how I've been doing lately, you know, just, uh, that's what I write to myself as a joke. Um, we'll go back to this podcast with Will Loden. I don't know where this is going. I don't know who I am. I don't know why I am. I mean, really, I'm stupid. Okay. Will's smart. I'm stupid. Will is smart. I'm stupid. This is Will Loden on The Healing Club. I should uh, Uber eat something nice. With, those, if I got the money, you those should just... Fees, those fees just are insane. It's like you know? $40 yeah. for a hot dog. Yeah. I, I Last time I got Uber Eats, I was like... It was like a $20 big thing, but it ended up being like 32 And you're just like, Jesus Christ, what's happening? Yeah. Why am I so lazy and so fat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. So, I, I'm happy. I'm 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 about as close to happy as I think I'll uh, I'll be in this life. There you go. Well, that's a good thing. Like that's and yeah. And I, and I don't. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not. I'm right. not filled with rage. I'm not stewing over. Uh, you know, simmering Slides. anger. You know, things yeah. from years ago. Have you felt slighted lately? Oh yeah, deeply. Every time I'm not on every show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I'm not asked to headline the improv, I'm, right. I'm very slighted. <laughs> improv is such a weird fucking place. I, I have no way in. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever... Well, maybe if I'm like suddenly famous, Yeah. then then I'll be a improv headliner. But Dude. I'm not one of the people they're grooming or yeah. they're trying to cultivate. Grooming is a is rough it, word you know? now. You know? yeah. it's like, yeah. It used to be... You used to groom proteges and yeah. there was no implication of fucking. You know, mm-hmm. like you groom cats when you clean them. Like, you used to groom talent. Yeah, exactly. It's the improv. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, but it is uh, a little bit of. Uh, I chose it for a reason because that place, you know, it's yeah. just a mall. You know, and it's not real comedy. Not real comedy. If you're if you're if you're next to a Dave and Buster's, if that's your goal, yeah. Then like you know, I know this is coming out later, but you go be a out. dentist. I know this is coming out later, but I will be on the improv show tonight. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> to tell. Yeah. I wish I could be on it. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? They never put me on shit. <laughs> fuck. God damn it! I, I do like. Oh, I'm glad you're doing so well. And I, oh, this bugs him. I better tell him right now. <laughs> you know, is the homegrown show? Yeah. All right, they never grew me. Yeah. <laughs> this seed sprouted on its own, like in a crack in a concrete. You know, life finds a way. <laughs> I'm Bob Morse. Yeah. I've, I've done, yeah, I've only done one show at the Improv in the last, like, uh... Since the pandemic. I opened for Grady Pruitt when he headlined with the show before he left. He did, uh, It was like a Grady show yeah. before he moved to New York. Yeah. I got to be on that. And the time before that, I hadn't been on the Improv, I hadn't been on stage at the Improv since, like, 2015. Holy shit. I don't know. Well, they stopped. They stopped doing the mic, which is weird because then you can't like, yeah, twenty fifteen. What a good year. Yeah, well, twenty fifteen was awesome. It was. Uh, what, what happened to you in twenty fifteen? Let's see. How old was I in twenty fifteen? I was. So that was seven years ago. I do. I was twenty five. Mm. Twenty five. I just started doing comedy. Uh, I just moved to Memphis. Um, I got a job at a brewery. Uh. I started dating a German chick that I was in love. Man, yeah, 25 was dope. Dude, I was partying all the time. 
25. That was a that was a tough year for me though. Yeah, tell me about it. I'd just gotten out of the army. Yeah. I got real drunk for about three months in yeah. New Orleans and blew all the money that I had from the deployment <laughs> uh, on a car that stopped working and I had no job and then I because I was delivering pizzas in a little in car Orleans? right after I got out of the army and then just drunk all the time and spending money really fast and uh, yep. then the car died and then I didn't have a job and then then I just uh, were you homeless for a while? No, no. It, it, I I I moved to Texas after that because a friend of mine who'd gotten kicked out of the army was driving a taxi in Pasadena. Yeah, <laughs> and he told me that yeah, he get, he could get me a job there and I could stay with him at his folks' place. He was staying in a uh, apartment with his parents. Nice. And so I slept on the floor of his apartment. Where yeah, and um, for about three weeks while I was driving a taxi, and before I was able to um, get a, I, I moved out to a place with this friend. We we got an apartment together. Yeah, and he had the real drinking problem. Right, and and he blacked out one day, and during a blackout, bought a dog, and came back with the dog. What? And then. Uh, Expected me to take care of the dog all the time, and I was like, "Ah, uh, nope, 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 moving out." So I, at the, I moved into the Pasadena Motor Inn, and this is when I was twenty-five. I was living in the PMI. There you go. Which was on Preston and two twenty-five, just across the street from the Shell Refinery, mm, and smell those lovely chemicals. Yeah, it, it was it was a a, a real shithole motel. Yeah, it was five hundred dollars a month for a room. Fuck. That's, at a motel. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And there were there was a, a little five hundred dollar a month hotel culture in the parking lot, prostitutes on the stairs and people yeah. smoking crack all the yeah. time and I um Did you do did you do any of the crack? No, no. Um they had one of those uh like TVs with the like like uh bring like a little VCR and like um set it to the VCR's yeah. channel and yeah. you can get all the free porn on the TV. Somebody told me that and I just sat in the hotel watching free porn. <laughs> when uh and drink it just drinking yeah. and watching free porn. That's uh, uh, on my days off from well I was driving a taxi 90 hours a week or something. And, yeah. And then um and then I I got a new place and then I moved to Montrose right after after that but after I moved out of that hotel, um, somebody was cooking meth in one of the rooms, and the place burned down from a meth explosion. <laughs> and that could have been me. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't, Big Bob, because you know what? God's got a plan. <laughs> God planned for us to be here talking yeah, about it. Exactly. God God said, hey, I want you to look at I was like, I want this to be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me some, some, some deep, dark, intimate secrets. Yeah. So 25, I had no friends. I was just sitting in a shabby motel, jacking off, <laughs> jerking it, <laughs> jerking it, drink. listening to people, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, make make meth and get STDs. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I guess yeah, because when I was 25, I was working on a political campaign for a while too before I moved to Memphis. I was working on a Democratic political campaign. 
Mm. Uh, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. 2015. So I'm yeah. like 10 years older than you. Yeah. Uh, no, you're like eight, 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 yeah, something like that. I'm 42 and you're 32. I'm 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you were born in 79? Uh huh. Cool. You're born in 89. Yeah. That's how 10 years were. Dude, we're so good at math. <laughs> I just woke up. No, no, you're great. No, I yeah, just yeah. had a dream. I, I'm trying to remember what my dream was. I've had some pretty weird dreams lately. Huh? Um, I had, I had, I had a dream where I just, I, I, I vaguely remember it. It's, it's just me on, it's me on a trampoline, and my stomach hurts. I don't know why I'm there or what happened, but that's all I can remember. I can remember a lot of bouncing and my stomach hurting. On a trampoline? Yeah, it felt like it. You ever um, bounce on a trampoline with somebody you're sort of attracted to, and you're like, let's bounce on the trampoline together? Yeah. And it's like, oops, I, I bumped into you. Oh, oh we fell. Oh, and that we... never happened, but I did get to see Abby Lance boobs jump up and down a couple of times, which was really cool. Yeah, if you're flirting with somebody, yeah, um, a good idea is to jump on a trampoline with them. Because then you, <laughs> that then you bounce into each other. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you got Andy? You're like, hey, hey do you want to go? Yeah, we met on a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you remember the old show on uh, Spike TV uh, called Slam Ball, where it was basketball with trampolines on it, and uh, you can get, get gruesome injuries. Just landing wrong on a trampoline is is one of the worst things in the world. Uh, oh, landing off of a trampoline yeah. when you bounce off of a trampoline yeah, and just, you I, I can't break your neck. Next, yeah, next bad. I can, I can't do ankle and knee. Uh, breaks and things like that like like i've seen a couple of them and they just make my asshole puffer so big and it's just like ugh. yeah why would you want to still be alive but uh they're, they're, i watched an old saturday night live yeah with um john belushi yeah and then i then i was watching an episode of from 1998 yeah and will, will Fer ferrell that was that was a good cast too yeah the yeah, there was an episode Cameron Diaz hosted, and she was actually a pretty funny host. And um, the there was this. It was right after the Bill Clinton scandal, so yeah. Will Will Ferrell was playing this Democratic candidate for Senate, and his main selling point was that his genitals had been burned, burned off in a fire, fire. Yeah. <laughs> so you could trust him because he has no desire to have sex with anyone. So therefore, yeah. I belong in the U.S. Senate. Daryl Hannah did a great Bill Clinton. Daryl Hammond. 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 Daryl. Who's Daryl Hannah? She's an actress from Splash. Yeah. All and right. She Darryl. was in um, Kill Bill. That's it. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She's out. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. But Daryl Hammond did. Uh, I liked the uh, Daryl Hammond as Bill Clinton playing the saxophone and yeah. the, the Gap Easy Fit jeans <laughs> yeah. or Easy Fit pants. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Slaps. one where he was explaining uh, his his war in Serbia while he was at a McDonald's and he was just eating everyone's food after he had his. That was attack. Phil Hartman's. That was Phil Hartman's. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, Shit, all right, you're wrong. Thanks. Yeah, that was <laughs> Phil Hartman. Mm. So when you were 25, you were working on a political campaign. I think we got away from that subject. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah, my uh, my uncle ran for district attorney in Northeast Mississippi. Did he win? Uh, district. He was a Democrat in Mississippi. No. Oh. But uh, he got 48% of the vote. So we scared the Republicans for the first time in a long time, which was really cool. And I say we as in my, my uncle's campaign, not we as in I'm a Democrat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was wild. 
uh, I just started doing comedy, uh, and I, yeah, that was a good year. I thought you started before that. No, because uh, I thought I met you before 2015. I don't know. I... No, we we started hanging out because when I started coming home for like uh, I started coming home like a couple of times a year, and we met at Boondocks in like it was right after Trump got elected because I uh, I was telling you. Yeah, that that I had to like, I had a bunch of great Obama jokes that I just had to like put on the shelf, you know, because like mm. no one cares about the former president. Thanks, you know? Obama. Yeah, exactly. For not being president for life. Yeah, exactly. Kind of wish he were actually. Was, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. He I, was not that bad. In, at no, least. he wasn't. Yeah. A, he wasn't a joke. He was the last. He was the last president that wasn't a fucking joke. <laughs> like, or, or or a terrible. Uh, nightmare yeah exactly yeah no he's the last he's the last president uh who wasn't in his 70s so like uh yeah yeah who could speak eloquently like yeah. like but he was just an actor yeah. i i don't yeah. know if he uh did anything so well as a president that i i would say he was one of the best and right he, no he, just... he hamstringed himself like like he was he wanted everyone to be happy and like so he couldn't yeah, he tried to make deals with the Republicans, which, I mean, why bother? Yeah, but, by hook or by crook, yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, but I miss him. I thought he was funny. Yeah, he was. He was cool. He and was cool. I, I know people would get mad saying he's a murderer. Yeah, no, everyone's like, well, he bombed weddings. and Yeah, he's the president, dude. Like, presidents do pretty rough shit. Like, yeah, it's the, the CIA. It's always uh, yeah. been terrible. We're, we're, yes. You know, we're just as bad as uh, every other country. I think people in the United States forget that we committed our own genocides, you know, long before Hitler did. Ah, and I uh, mean, we were, we were, we we gave Hitler the idea for eugenics. And yeah, it was, uh, William something Northman, or yeah, he was in like the nineteen twenties when he's like, we need to, uh, we need to you, uh, we need to sterilize all all people with uh, Down syndrome and criminal women so like they were they were doing like uh hysterectomies and shit to women who got arrested multiple times and then the kellogg guy is so crazy kellogg guy yeah no yeah yeah he the guy who invented cornflakes and was doing like a new age uh he had a new age like sanitarium and stuff he believed he, he believed in vegetarianism not masturbating and uh racism, racism and yeah. women are inferior oh yeah i mean <laughs> and uh, a lot of people thought that <laughs> yeah but the racism in this country is is uh is what gave rise to a lot of the theories and um yeah personalities of europe which well i mean europe killed all europe, those people europe has their own shit to deal with yeah. for as much as they like to talk shit about us uh i think they need to mind their own fucking you know business because you know america being the melting pot that it is uh and some people are like it's not a melting pot I'm like all right fine it's a salad bowl you can still maintain your identity within the you know mix of shit but um i don't know yeah uh, europe's not a safe fun place for uh for muslims uh no and <laughs> for in france yeah yeah it's yeah. like oh i dream of france going to france but not, no black people there that's always there there are a couple of algerians yeah no yeah. the the, the most black people in France are on the French national soccer team. Um, yeah. Because all of their former colonies could play for France. So, you know. But that place is, is uh, succumbing to a lot of the 
Ugh. Everywhere is horrible. Everything is everything is a See, that's what we living disagree. nightmare. That's where we disagree. To be alive think, in Russia sounds sounds like a miserable. I think that this is the best time to be alive throughout history. Like when would have been a better time to be alive? Hmm. I I guess uh, it depends on the color of your skin. Where? Yeah. So geographically, I don't being know. a white person after World War II in the United States seems like it was a pretty sweet deal. Yes. Like to be a middle class white person. Like you, you, you had a, had a lot going for you. You could still better now. You could buy a house. You, you get a, get a job when you graduate from high school. Like some do a job interview and just the strength of a, a firm handshake. You get yeah. like a living wage and you can buy a car and have a kid and your family survives know. in a single family. Don't home. you feel like like I, all right? I get I get that you're like painting the past as like some Rockwellian sort of like. But that's uh, how it was for so many people. There was for some people broad based prosperity. I don't know. All of my family's from Mississippi, except I for except for black people. Yeah, well, you know, and but so so I would say it's better today than it was than it was even even in the 1950s. Yeah, uh, for, you know, for even for like poor white people, because like we're I get I can have food whenever I want, you know, like or if I get really sad, I can get on Instagram, look some tits, uh, you know, like. Uh, so there's all these options for jacking off. Yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> dude, I've seen more dicks than any one of my forefathers. Um, if George Washington knew how many dicks, yeah, <laughs> we'd all be right. There we go, staring at. <laughs> What? I didn't leave Britain so we can all look at interracial porn? This is ridiculous. Francis Scott Key wrote that song yeah. about this country yeah. and our freedom mm -hmm. and our values. And our freedom to to create a bang bus. That's... Uh... Bang bus. <laughs> <laughs>
10 years if my my boyfriend is uh is 9 years younger than me yeah and uh it's i i are you adjusting to his energy or what? are you yeah yeah is, is he, he's like a like a puppy well no it's just uh, i don't want to uh i get self conscious about my body being uh a pile of shit yeah compared to his right which isn't hasn't melted into are, um, are you are you fishing for compliments right now because i come I, on i'm I, no i mean no, i think you look great i'm right. just talking about like you know i've got yeah. the anxieties of aging yeah which are um you know you don't really you're 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 32 so you don't have some of the same anxieties my like, hair is grayer than anyone's hair in comedy besides andy huggins in houston <laughs> Yeah, you're an old thirty-two. Like, like I, yeah, no, I've I've aged like a coal miner. I, I choose to wear a mustache. You know, I eat cigarettes and drink Jägermeister because I try to like maybe that'll make me feel young. No, will Jägermeister had two hundred calories in a shot, so you need to chill out. Uh, Jägermeister has two hundred calories. It's like a candy bar shot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a crazy amount of sugar too. So I'm sw I'm switching to to vodka tonics. The problem with vodka tonics is uh, I get a little. You don't know how drunk you are until you're so wasted. Yeah, exactly. You can't. I, I don't know how drunk I am until I'm telling the family secrets, you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's it's rough. Yeah. yeah, I don't do shots for that reason. Just every time, uh, yeah, like, uh, I love shots. Oh, it's it's a bad night if yeah. I if I well, it's a bad next day. Yeah. every time. Yeah, with shots. I I I used to do uh, just the PB and J, where you get PBR and shot Jameson and. Uh, that's about yeah. That's my speed. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's dive bar speed. Yeah. 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 That's that that's yeah. That's Montrose dive bar speed, which you know that's what I started. I try to limit myself to like three or four drinks a night if I go out. Yeah. And if I do shots, then that's, that limit is gone. Right. Like pretty quickly. You've taken the governor off, and you're like <laughs> fucking. Woo! And, um, <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty good about not getting wasted every night. Yeah. But the uh, you know the. Uh, the other day I got so fucked up because uh, um, my my friend Joe, the DJ at the strip club, yeah, and one of the dancers came to my comedy show. Awesome, that's and, cool. And it was fun, and and they were buying shots, and then I was just doing shots, and then uh, yeah, getting drunk, and then I went over to Joe's house and we watched the movie Belly. What's that movie about? I couldn't even tell you. You've never heard of the movie? It's the Hype Williams directed. Um, Who's Hype Williams? He's he directed the um, like Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac videos. Oh, okay. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a big uh, rap video director who w w made this incomprehensible movie that is <laughs> awesome. It's fun to watch because it's lit weird and it's supposed to be like Goodfellas, but you just don't know. Who just, any of the people are, or why they're killing each other, or what they're saying, and uh, <laughs> and the story is uh, goes in a thousand different directions, and everybody's uh, I don't know, like yeah, uh, it, it's it's funny, but I I watched it like thirty times when I was in the army when there yeah. were, I I had a barracks mate who watched it on a loop. And, uh, well, because at the time you didn't have streaming services, so you yeah you watched the DVD over and over DVD. again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Wet Hot American Summer a million times. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite movies. I like, love that like, movie. It's, it's, yeah, I love the show as yeah. well. Who, who made that? Who, who directed that? David Wayne or yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And Michael Showalter. Yeah, and 
Michael yeah. Showalter. That whole gang was funny. That whole gang, yeah. Uh, but oh, I'm surprised you've never seen Belly. You should watch it. I'm not a big cinephile, and I know I think we've covered this on the podcast before. Like, I don't watch a lot of movies. No, no. no. We go to the movies once a week. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we're gonna go see fucking Thor or oh. something tonight. I can't. I can't watch anymore. If someone drags me to it, sure, fine. I'll watch more Marvel, but I'm just done with it. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I got rid of all my streaming services, uh, you know, like Disney and Hulu and HBO Max and all that stuff, uh, just because you're paying pretty much the same amount for cable. Um, and also, like, I'm really addicted to it all. So, like, I, like when I get home from, like, construction, I could just stare at the TV for four hours and then... Well, that's what I did yesterday. I got super yeah. stoned. Yeah. I started watching this movie, Paper Moon, with yeah. Ryan O'Neill, which is great. I watched about half an hour of it, and then I was like, I want to smoke weed and not follow something that's <laughs> actually <laughs> good. <laughs> so then I just, you know, just watched... John Belushi and Saturday Night Live for like until eight in the morning. Yeah, like a stupid. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I came over feeling a little rough today too, but uh, oh, yeah, but, but, but but you know what, life life gets uh, that's you were saying this is a good time to be alive. Yeah, I got to do all that. Yeah, you did. That, isn't that sweet? As opposed to like in the nineteen fifties, you would like they're like, all right, the TV's done after midnight because we're not perverts, you know, like. <laughs> They play the national anthem at midnight dum, dum, when they're dum, dum, signing dum. off. Yeah. After the local news, yeah, which is exactly. so boring. Dude, uh, well, yeah, no, all news. All after the after news. some Johnny Carson, I yeah. love Johnny Carson. Johnny actually. Carson was great. Uh, <laughs> did you hear what he said about Chevy Chase? That he couldn't ad lib a fart. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, write that down and put it in my wallet. There you go. <laughs> Save it for a rainy day. You couldn't ad lib a fart. You, sir, <laughs> couldn't ad lib a fart. Uh, That's how I feel this morning. Yep. This this morning at 3.49 p.m. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I don't want to talk so much shit about Russia, but, you know, they're... They're with they're they're terrible right now. They're denying uh, grain to Ukraine and sending it to Africa. It's Classic. Just, it's just like so exactly what they were doing in the thirties, which yeah. it's the symbolism. It's the and and I I think about like uh, how nobody shed any real tears for the Romanovs when they're all killed in mass in the basement and yep. uh, massacred. It's like all oh, these rich people dying, but it's important because of the symbolism. You kill innocent people, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's a little girl you're shooting to death, but for right. the sake of uh, but for the for the humanity, sake of the revolu- the what revolution, do you, yeah. they do that. What do you think they're going to do to everybody else? Right. They're, that's and they they treated everybody just like the Romanovs, anybody who was any kind of an enemy, and uh, and then they ruled just like a the Romanovs. Yeah, yeah, they ruled just like a ruling elite. That you yeah. know. Well, I mean, there's always going to be a ruling elite. Like I don't know. Like for as much as my my. My good hippie, friendly, egalitarian folks that I know, and I want you know, they're like one day we won't even like have a ruling. Or it's like no, there are always going to be assholes who you know do shit like that. You know, like. But I, I think the Soviet history really pisses me off just because it was it started with the dream of uh, it progress. Avoidable. And... It's it, the, the 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 thing that like frustrates me about Soviet history is that 
all of this was avoidable, <laughs> you know, like, like a lot of their mistakes were very avoidable, but yeah, just fucking violence, dude, people are just violent, uh, and like, you know. Yeah, traumatized people yeah. hurt others yeah. just to act out their own trauma. Yeah, what is it, like, hard times make strong men that make good times, which make weak men, which make hard times, or whatever. Oh, yeah, wait, like, wait, say that again? So. Uh, strong, strong or hard man. Uh, hard times, hard times make, make strong, strong men, men, which make good times, which make weak men, which make hard times. So there's like the the the, the mm. dorks on the internet always uh, say stuff like that, and it's not like no hard times make really traumatized people who overcorrect sometimes. You know, like like if you were starving as a child or like grew up in war, like you're not gonna be ready to be like oh let's let's do free healthcare. <laughs> you know, yeah like, a lot yeah. of those people in the nkbd yeah were um the orphaned famine refugees yeah of the 1920s mm-hmm. who, who came to the major who, cities who, yeah. in order to survive worked for the secret police yep. and then policed the gulags and just spent their lives murdering innocent families yeah and uh or, or political prisoners and, like, and uh, so uh, so child soldier like the story of a child soldier is yeah. never uh, is never like a fun tale. Right. It's it's better to just jack off in a hotel in Pasadena. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be a a child soldier in the Sudan or you know a kid from the suburbs with a case of mild depression because <laughs> his parents got divorced when he was a kid? You know? Yeah, yeah. I've had some romantic intrigues, but I've never been, you know, uh, forced to sleep in the same clothes and work in sub-zero conditions and yeah. um, be randomly uh, accused of uh, theft that I couldn't have possibly committed and then seen yeah. people... Randomly <laughs> accused of theft or what was what was, what was one of the favorite things that they, they would like... Uh... It was like dishonoring the revolution or something. Or yeah, like, yeah, like like, like yeah. they kill you for not meeting the quota, and then they kill you for exceeding the quota. Yes, you can't look left or right. right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you but got... you can't look up or down either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we. I think this. I'm sorry, I was such a tired bitch in Dude, this you're podcast. Doing great. You're doing so, great. This what? was a bad podcast. I did a bad job. It's we're 50 minutes in, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't say anything that hilarious. We. Uh, oh wait, I I just I didn't I don't feel like I I wowed anybody. I don't think I'm gonna get famous from this podcast. I don't think it's gonna blow up on the internet. You don't think this is the one? I don't, don't think, think this is the I one that's gonna make so my glad. life better. Yeah, it's just gonna be another one that I do. I'm so glad I came. Dude, every time, every time I come over here, I just get a little ray of fucking sunshine. And uh, I'm a hundred and I counted the episodes. Yeah, last night, I'm I'm at a hundred and sixty six episodes. Oh, can I do the episode three from now? Three from because you want to be one sixty nine. Yeah, I'm. Sh- yeah, it's just bring a guest or somebody. I don't. Know. Yeah, we have Keisha Hunt coming on the next podcast. Keisha is a great fucking person and yeah she had fucking hilarious yeah she had my bathhouse on monday mm-hmm. how'd that go she was great she was really funny she has a um so, such funny charisma and uh, uh i did a show great with, stories yeah i did a show with her one time uh in lake jackson and there was a, ja- uh, a xylophone jazz band playing at the the wine reveal and keisha comes in high as shit and she goes 
damn, look at that crazy ass drum piano. And that's what she called the xylophone. And it, I couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> she was absolutely right. Yeah, she was, there was like one, and I, I feel bad about, uh, well, not bad at all. I mean, I I had a little COVID scare, but I got tested and I'm negative. And, yeah. Uh, but some people around me tested positive, but the, somebody was wearing a mask at the show. It was the only person in the room wearing a mask and yeah. she was just making fun of them. Like, well, if you have to wear that, you don't need to be here. Which <laughs> 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 so funny. It's funny to say, but you know, it's probably irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, always yeah. mask up, guys. Mask up, internet. Yeah, mask, mask. I'm not telling you to do that. Hey, get your get your third booster shot. You know, hunker down, mask up, be safe. Yeah, eat ass. Um, <laughs> mask up, eat ass. I don't know. Yeah, driving the car alone with yeah. a mask on. Right, right. Which never stops looking silly to me. Yeah, I, I, I just. I had hard times with the mask because of my glasses. Yeah, they fall, they fall it falls. Like, yeah, no, I had it to. It was hard to to walk around places with yeah, my glasses. You, fog. you, yeah, I think Hunter Sandlin did this bit. Like, you look like you look like you were eating Wendy's in a car. You know, <laughs> just like, hey, you guys want to talk about the Baconator? My glasses <laughs> fall off. Like, just, yeah, I think. Um, but pandemic is still raging, and there's, is it? There's. Hundreds of dying every day. I don't know. I'm not following. There's an opioid crisis that's way worse than the pandemic. So yeah, don't mask up. You know, don't do fentanyl. Um, eat ass and uh, smoke crack. Smoke crack. Yeah, dude, you guys, just smoke crack. When you when you make crack, go use the old school baby laxatives. Yeah, you know, don't don't use fentanyl. If you want to save on cocaine, uh, smoke crack. Smoke crack. Yeah, that's that's you know. Life hack. I know cocaine is a little cheaper now. Yeah, because it's cut with fentanyl. <laughs> like, not good. Uh, I haven't done cocaine in many years. Yeah, I I haven't done it since January. So yeah. Well, good for you. All right, yeah. that's uh, great. Will Loden, that's great. <laughs> thanks, Bob. Anything you want to promote? You have your own podcast now with yeah, uh, yeah. I've got the very green room with uh, Ben Daniel, uh, where we uh, do we stole your idea where we just talk. Oh, okay, and, yeah, and all right. Microphones, and then uh, and then I run uh, Silly Hats History Podcast with Nick Palermo, and we're gonna start recording season two next week. So all of that's out on all over the internet, and you can find me at Will underscore Loden on Instagram or on my website gunsandliquor.com. And you do shows everywhere. Yeah. All right. Will Loden. Yay. Despair hole of regret after a bad show. It happened to me a lot. I feel like Miley Silence up there. Instead of Miley Cyrus performing in a you know a big crowd, I'm Miley Silence doing comedy and no laughs. I'm a little girl. Oh. E. Nobody's cool when they're drunk. One of the three rules of life. Uh, Joe Biden is a woman. 
in your 40s no one's surprised you can do stuff or did stuff it's not important that you did stuff in your past it's not going to happen again you're in your 40s it's over keep dreaming bitch um no use crying over spilled drinks trish waddle I'm just here to accept myself. I'm a comedian. I'm just here to accept myself. I'm up on stage. My name is Trish Waddle. I just made it up here, and that's enough. Give me an applause break. I want to be bad on my own terms versus bad on the audience's terms. I want to be bad on my terms. I want to make myself not laugh. I don't want to make the audience not laugh. I want to be bad on my own terms. Mmm. Bring me your protection. She offers me forever. She's my one and only lady. She gave me hate. She offers me protection. Only one kind of affection. Ah. I see evil in everyone. I see evil in everyone. Since I started working that job as a strip club DJ, I see nothing but evil in everyone. The possibility exists for all of us. I know I'm evil, but I see it in others. I see that guy singing karaoke. Um, I'm all for you protection. You want to know kind of And I just see that guy singing like that and just no it's only a matter of time before he's choking someone in the vip room getting kicked out being violent scaring everyone <sighs> I, I really wanted to explore my negativity on this podcast and um, i feel like i did a good job being the most negative little person ringo sad uh, that's a that's a name i was uh, experimenting with Ringo sad instead of Ringo Sar Ringo Ringo Sars nineteen Ringo sad there we go uh well I hope everybody loves this I hope uh I hope this was uh, perfect I hope it's a magical night in your life I hope everybody you remember thinks back at you fondly and says, ah, wow, I just, I hope everybody is happy they met you and happy that you exist. And I hope we can all just uh, grow wings and fly away to the moon and beyond.